0: This is the Old Trailblazer Broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here at Radio Missions, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Algiers, formerly out of New Orleans, Louisiana, where L.R. Shelton Sr. was the pastor and the founder of this ministry. And we were there until Katrina came along and kind of washed us out or flushed us out of the city and ruined all of our property and many of those things. Much of our people are scattered all over the country. But we're here now in Walker, Louisiana, about an hour's drive from New Orleans, and uh, where the old trailblazer was born and raised, so we kind of moved this away, way. And, uh, but we're here. The Lord went before us and provided money for us to build a new chapel and a new bookstore. And uh, the Lord is blessing day by day. And uh, the broadcasts are enlarging. The printed page is going out. The press is running on a regular basis now, printing these messages and Voice of Truth magazine. And uh, the Lord is blessing. And so uh, I just want to mention that to you that if you would like to help get out the gospel, uh, be a coal porter, give out some of these tracts. If you want to help support this ministry, it's, a, it's the gospel. We don't, we don't uh, water down the gospel. No, we, we preach the old theme, the old King James Version Bible. That's all we sell here in the bookstore. And uh, we have a little pamphlet here on the errors and of the revisions in the new Bible uh, uh, publishers. And if you'd like, I'll send you a copy of that. But remember, the old Trailblazer, uh, post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. But let me give my phone number right here to the office. It's area code 225-664-8658. Area code 225-664-8658. I'm here every morning early, and uh, sometimes I have to leave. But if you call me, I'll call you back. But we've been bringing you a series of studies on blood redemption and uh on the general theme, blood redemption in the Old Testament. First, we brought you a message on blood in the garden. And then again, we spoke blood on the altar. But at this time, we want to begin to speak on the blood covenant. Oh, the blood covenant. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that going to be interesting? You'll find our story today in the 15th chapter of Genesis. Let's go there and look how the Lord saved old Abraham. Don't you Don't you love the, uh, Abraham? I do. Uh, you know, Abraham was an old scoundrel. He was. He was an old scoundrel. And uh, like me, I'm an old scoundrel. I've been an old scoundrel all my life. But Abraham was a scoundrel. And I want you to just pay attention, if you will. And I want you to get uh, all your company quiet once in a while. Uh, we bring these messages and all time, different times of the day. But you may be uh, up getting breakfast, and the kids are stirring around. Have them be quiet. And listen. And, uh, oh, my friend. Uh, I wish you'd get everybody quiet. If you have the opportunity of bringing in the homes of your friends and they're trying to listen, won't you show them the courtesy just to get quiet? I I, I plead with you to do that. And, and every one of you get quiet before your radio is there, or your Internet or your computer, wherever you listen. And I'm going to plead with your soul for the next few moments, time after time. The Lord God called Abraham from the Ur of the Chaldees, which is down in the land of Mesopotamia, to leave his people, and to come into a land that he would show him. After resting for a while there in Padan Aram, he came to the land of Palestine with Lot his nephew. Jehovah had called Abraham to a life of separation, to walk with him, and God could do could not do anything with him until he appeared or had separated him from all of his people. Neither can God do anything with you, my friend, until you are separated from everybody. God never saves a sinner until he separates that sinner from everybody. That sinner knows he's separated unto God long before he ever gets saved. One day he said to Lot, Separate yourself, your cattle, your household, all those things, and choose whatever section you will, and I'll take what's left. Don't you see there grace uh, manifested in Abraham's life? When once they were separated, the Lord uh, led Abraham upon the mountains and said to him, Look to the north, look to the south, look to the east, and look to the west, and all the land that you see, I will give it to you from the great sea to the river Euphrates. And then God revealed himself to Abraham, as the most high, the possessor of heaven and earth. But Abraham and Sarah had no children. There was no heir. After Lot left Abraham one day, he was captured by a certain invading kings, he and all of his substance that is Lot. Abraham with his small band, waged war on those kings, and overran them and defeated him, rescued Lot, and returned him with all of his possessions back to the land of the plains. Don't you know the Lord went before him? That's what I tell folks here. They come here and they say, man, y'all were in New Orleans and everything washed away. And how did you manage? I said, the Lord went before us. I believe with all my heart that the storm Katrina and all of its effects uh, was ordained of the Lord. Now, I know folks disagree with that. and Many people suffered, lost their lives, and all that's in the hand of the Lord, my friend. You can't undo what the Lord does. After all of this had happened one day, Abraham, sitting there in the door of his tent at the close of the day, meditating. You ever do that? I often mention to you that I like to do that. I have a little old place here in, in, the, in the country, and I have a pond back on the back of my place. And I go back there, I have a little golf cart, and I go back there, kind of can't hardly walk. I go back there, I got a swing back there in the cool of the evening. I go back there and sit in that swing. And think about the day that's past and gone. Thinking about uh, if anybody heard the gospel. If anybody heard the old Trailblazer broadcast. Thinking about you out there who, on oh my heart, many of you, I could call your name this, at this time, but I won't. I think about you, and I say a silent prayer for you over there in, in Texas, one in California, one in in uh, in uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan, wherever you are. Huntington, West Virginia, up there in in uh, uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, up there in Nashville, Tennessee, where uh, WWCR is located, where my friend up there, Mr. Shelton, is a manager. I say a prayer for him, for Brother Rick, and others whom I know across this nation. I do. I go back there and sit and get quiet, and that's what Abraham was doing here, and uh, he he just uh, he just. Uh, Look to the Lord, after the Lord had told him all of these things, and uh, here he was sitting in the in the door of his tent with a small band of servants, fearful lest those kings should remobilize and fall on him one night, kill him and, and him and Sarah, and make off with all of his substance. He was not only thinking of his own safety, but those, but 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 uh, in his meditation. But they were going over in the heart and mind such thoughts as these. Here I am now getting up in years. I may be killed. I may die. I have no heir. No son has been born into my family. He knew from previous knowledge of Jehovah that he was in the line of Messiah. And he was thinking on these things. And uh, he knew that Messiah had not yet come, according to Genesis 3.15. The seed of the woman shall bruise the serpent's head. And as he sat there musing over those things, the shades of night dropped around him and the stars shone out from their orbits. And then in the midst of that meditation, out under the stars of that beautiful Palestinian night, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham. What a great day in the man's life when the word of the Lord comes. Oh, but listen, Psalms 119 verse 130. The entrance of thy word giveth light. And God said to Abraham, fear not, for I am thy shield and thy great, thy exceeding great reward. Out of the clear blue, the word of God came to Abraham that night in these words, fear not, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. In other words, Jehovah said to Abraham, don't be afraid of those kings. I'm thy shield. I'm thy protector. I'm watching over you. I will fight your battles. He gave the great assurance to Abraham's heart that when that question was settled, Abraham immediately turned to the Lord and asked, What wilt thou give me, seeing that I go childless?" Oh, so Abraham was full of doubts and fears, wasn't he? If you ever come to the Lord and uh, searched his word and find those passages where he says, Fear not, fear not, I'll be with thee. I know when the Lord first called me into this ministry, and I was I was, trembling and shaking, a and lot younger than I am now, and a lot, uh, whatever you would call it, greenhorn. And I, I began to, to tremble and sh- search God's word. And he gave me, come, I came to this verse of scripture over there in Exodus, and it, I don't have it in front of me. And I believe it's 312 or 314. And I, I was pleading with him, Lord, I don't know how to preach. I don't know how to. I don't know how to run this ministry. I don't know how to wait on the Lord. I don't know how to do any of that stuff. And he says, Certainly I'll be with you. Certainly I'll be with you. He told Moses that when he called Moses to lead the children of Israel out of out of Egypt. And Moses began to make excuses. He said he couldn't talk plain. He said he couldn't do this and he couldn't do that. And uh he told Moses, said certainly I'll be with you. But that verse came to me just like if he had just like if he had given it to me. I know I didn't hear no audible voice. No, I didn't see no light in the corner of the room. I didn't see any of that. I didn't have no hair stand up on the back of my neck and uh, none of those things. But I came across that verse and I have it. Someone fixed me a plaque and made it. And I got it hanging on my wall in my office. And I look at it every day. It says, certainly I'll be with you. That's what the Lord said, my friend. God, the great God of the universe said to Moses, and I believe said to me, "Certainly, I'll be with you. Certainly, I'll be with you. I'll be with you through through trials and through tribulations, through heartaches, through joys, through separation. I'll be with you. I'll be with you through financial troubles, Trailblazer. I'll be with you when when the when the harvest is slim. I'll be with you. I'll be with you when the when the enemy comes in like a flood. I'll be with you. You ever you ever think about that, my friend? That's what I sit back there on that." In that swing in the evening, and meditate like old Abraham did. Don't don't be ashamed, my friend, uh, uh, to meditate upon the Lord's word. Don't be ashamed to to talk to the Lord. You know you can talk to the Lord. He says, "Come now, let's reason together." That's what he wants us to do. You ever have an unruly child, and you bring him in and bring him on the back porch and sit down. Hey, now, son, let's talk. What's what's going on with your life? What's the matter? Who you running around with? And what what can. What can uh, my, what can Daddy do to help you? What what can I do to straighten out some of your problems? Oh, maybe maybe just a girlfriend problem, maybe just a sweetheart problem, and he wants to talk about it. Come on, let's talk about it. And uh, that's what the Lord told Moses. I'm sorry, told Abraham, said, "Fear not, fear not. I'll be with you. Don't worry about them kings over there." And he told Moses, "Don't worry about old Pharaoh, didn't he?" Oh, my friend, go back and read those. Those instances where the Lord delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt. Go back there and read about Joseph's life, how that his brother sold him into captivity. And he went down to Egypt in the, in the, into that Potiphar's house. And his wife tried to, to uh, waylay him into having uh, illegal sex with her. And he tore out of there and run and put him in jail. Go back and see what the Lord has done for those folks. And then go back and read the plagues, my friend, all oh, the plagues. Old oh, Pharaoh, he said, let it go, boy. That's all I can take. Next day, he go right back on it. But you remember that one plague? He says, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. I'll pass over you. You know what that means? The death angel was going to strike that night, and he was going to kill every firstborn of every family, every, every cattle, every sheep, every goats, every whatever they had. And the Lord says, fear not. I'll be with you. He says, when I see the blood, that's what we're talking about, my friend, in this study today, the blood, the blood of God, the blood of Christ. When he says, when I see that, I'll hold back judgment. And so the old trailblazers coming to a close at this time. We'll get back into this study in our next lesson, the blood of the covenant. We're going to see how the Lord saved old Abraham. And remember, if you would help me with the broadcast a little, if you can write me, tell me you're listening and, uh, Write and get some of these tracks to give out to your folks wherever you go, in nursing homes and hospitals and jails, and you old truckers. Write now. I'll be glad to send them to you. And uh, pray for me. Will you do that? And then uh, let me hear from you. Remember my mailing address, the old Trailblazer, post office box, 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And I'll say goodbye and God bless you.